it didn't listen to me. It walked out of the thicket, it turned around and looked at me. They looked up and in this tree, there was a monkey man. And the monkey man jumped down out of the tree and started running away. Suddenly, they're right in front of the car. He slams on the brakes and manages to stop. And he's skidding because it's not quite, you know, um, gravelling. And for literally for about a second and a half, they just stood there because they don't know where to go. And you tell them panicking, they're like ripping up thing. Their 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 face is like twitching. to Bigfoot Society, a podcast where we focus on cryptids, the strange, and the unexplained of this world. If you've got a story or something weird to share, send an email over to me at bigfootsociety at gmail.com. And if you'd like to support this show, head on over to patreon.com forward slash the Bigfoot Society. And now, on with the show. Good evening on this Sunday night for Strange Stories with Jeremiah Byron, number 12. We are 12 episodes in. Uh, good to see some people hanging out already with us. We've got Memphis Song hanging out. Good to see you again. And we got Mr. Mike Casey. Hey, fam. Good to see you, Mike. Always a pleasure. Uh, yeah, so if you're if you're new here, uh, this is Strange Stories with Jeremiah Byron. Uh, we're 12 episodes in, and if you've got a story to share on our show, this is a live call-in show. It's live on YouTube, and it is also um, recorded for uh, the Bigfoot Society podcast, and I also have put together a, a separate podcast for this as well. So if you want to just listen to the Strange Stories stuff by itself, you can uh, head over to uh, look up on uh, iTunes, you look up Strange Stories with Jeremiah Byron, and there's a podcast just for the show. Uh, it'll start with um, episode 10. That's when stuff uh, started, to get, started to get good, I think. And you can always hear the other stuff on, on the Bigfoot Society. But uh, check that out. Subscribe to that. I know it's on iTunes. It's kind of slowly getting to other places. But uh, we'll chat for a few minutes while we wait. Uh, for our first uh, caller to to head on in on this uh, Sunday night uh, before most of us head back to work in the morning. I appreciate you all being here. Hopefully we hear some good stories tonight. I know last Thursday was a pretty wild episode. We had uh, whew, we had some some crazy interesting stories. Actually, the last two episodes, uh, the ones that come to mind were, you know, we had um, the uh, the young woman call in from the Pacific Northwest. She called about the Bigfoot uh, encounter from the Lake Cushman area of uh, Washington state. Uh, and then there was an uh, camping experience she had where she experienced some really interesting feelings in the wood woods over by um, the uh, Mount Rainier uh, bumping lake area. So that was a very interesting call. She had some, some potential dog man stories from Michigan as well. And then I had a, a caller, um, from Ontario uh, that had some really interesting canine stories, a, a random dog in the woods and a, and a bipedal uh, canine in an alleyway. Uh, we've got Matt's tube of you. Hey, everyone. Good to see you, Matt. Thank you for hanging out with us. Uh, this is Strange Stories with Jeremiah Byron. If you've got a uh, story and it could be anything, you know, cryptid, Bigfoot related, weird stuff, strange, unknown, paranormal UFO alien, you can go ahead and call on into 515-809-0165. If you have a friend that uh, should be calling in with a story, uh, you can go ahead and uh, send them a little message right now. Say, hey, you need to call into this guy's live show. It's going on right now from 9 to 10 p.m. Central Standard Time. Call 515-809-0165 uh, and we'll be chatting a little bit before we get our first caller. I know it's someone's Someone's putting in the digits right now, 515-809-0165. I can feel it. 
can feel it. I'm going to take a little drink. Something cool I uh, found out today, <clears throat> future listeners will want to know this, is that, uh, you know, uh, Tony Merkel from The Confessionals, his uh, documentary about Dogman is uh, out in different places. You can get it on Amazon, but you can also get it on Tubi as well. So if you're wanting a uh, free option to watch his documentary, you can definitely check out uh, Tubi. The Tubi app, T-U-B-I, has a lot of really good, uh, awesome Bigfoot encrypted stuff. And now it's got Expedition Dogman. So I can't can't wait to watch that one. I know it's going to be a really good one. Uh, if you want to probably support Tony a little bit more, you can also check that out on Amazon Prime Video as well. It is uh, not on YouTube. Um, had a great weekend, a beautiful weekend in Iowa. Getting a little cold, but... Uh, you know, here and there, uh, one one week it was well, one one uh one day got down to the 30s, and the day after it got up to the 50s. So you know, I wore my winter coat and shorts, and that was fine. But uh, hope we're oh, all right. Who we got here? Hey, we got Squatch Squatch watches here. That's awesome, Squatch Watch. Good to see you. Thanks for hanging out. We are waiting for our first caller uh, tonight, so we're just kind of shooting the breeze about some stuff. Uh, if you've got a Bigfoot story or a cryptid story or UFO, alien, anything weird, you can call on in to 515-809-0165. Uh, this is live on YouTube, of course, and recorded for the podcast. If you have a friend that had a Bigfoot encounter or a cryptid encounter, dog man, anything weird like that, maybe even a story that they haven't shared yet, Go message them the uh, the phone number, 515-809-0165. Say, hey, this guy is waiting to hear your story. It's a non-threatening uh, environment, uh, no judgment. And, uh, man, we've had, uh, I would wager to say we're up to six to eight stories so far where the person said, this is the first time I've ever felt comfortable enough to share which is very cool. So go ahead, uh, share the link for this in uh, all your social media uh, groups, maybe your discords, uh, all that good stuff, and let people know that, hey, uh, the work week's coming tomorrow, but you can still hang out, get one last thing in tonight. Uh, you can have fun listening to some stories, call on in, share your story, and um, we'll see who calls in tonight. I feel the vibes. Let me make sure that uh okay i ooh that was close i thought i i thought i felt it we're up to five people here patrick vaughn says new to the subject what are we talking about well so here's the thing this is a live call in show i do every tuesday thursday and sunday night and uh thanks for being here patrick and if you have a story to share anything weird paranormal um ufo alien bigfoot cryptid stuff people will call in i have a phone number 515-809-0165 it'll be live on the air of course and uh it is recorded for the podcast but uh yeah we just uh we hang out together for an hour and we just put the fishing line out there and we say hey this is the time for someone to call in spread the news people and uh, let's hear some stories. Let's see. Uh, I would like to tell my story sometime. It happened in 04. I had one staring up at me from the bottom of my tree stand for about five minutes. So it seemed I would love to hear that story of Squatch Watch. You are welcome to call in uh, Tuesday, Thursday, or Sunday night right now from 9 to 10 p.m. Central Standard Time. Uh, whenever that works for you, I'll be here live. You can call 515-809-0165. We're almost 10 minutes into our uh, our hour, 9 to 10 p.m. Central Standard Time. we got six people hanging out with us. Guys, if you've got a story to share, ooh, I just had a notification. I thought that was it. It wasn't, though. Ooh, I, got, I got a little freaked out. Uh, <laughs> Patrick's like, Patrick's like, cool, someone jump on. Well, that's the thing. You got to wait it out. Sometimes the calls come in fast and furious like Vin Diesel, Patrick. Sometimes I got to wait until 9.50 and I start sweating it out. 
And then Sharon from Vancouver Island calls uh, from Canada and tells me about all these amazing Bigfoot stories. So, um, oh, cool. So Squatchwatch says, it was definitely the reason why I started the IG page. Love your content, dude. That means a lot coming from you. You put some cool stuff out there. We got seven people uh, hanging out right now. Appreciate y'all being here, hanging out with uh, me on your Sunday night. Uh, this is Strange Stories with Jeremiah Byron. If you've got a Bigfoot story, cryptid story, weird, paranormal, unsolved, uh, UFO, alien, all that stuff, if you've got any stories like that, now is the time to call in, share your story live. Uh, we're up to episode number 12. Holy mackerel, we got Hellbent Holler here. Dude, now the party has begun. Uh, actually made it onto a live stream. I appreciate you being here. Uh, I don't know if it's Joe or Jesse, but either way, it's a party with Hellbent Holler here. Uh, we are just hanging out, waiting for that first caller to uh, to call on in on the uh, on the strange line. I'm going to call it the strange line from here on out. That'll be cool. 515-809-0165. Call on in, and you can share that number with any of your friends that have uh, stories that they should be calling in. Uh, remember, this is a... Oh my goodness, we got Captain Cool and Awesome here. We got Greg Morrow from All Dot The Dot Weird. Dude, I heard this is the place to be. It is the place to be, and you are awesome for being here. I appreciate you, Greg. Guys, we are just literally just having a big hangout time right now. So we're kind of chatting. People are putting stuff in the chat. We're sharing stuff. We're waiting for that first caller. We got eight people hanging out. We're 10 minutes into the hour. Got 50 minutes left. Sometimes you got to wait until the very end. You got to sweat it out. But that first caller is coming and it's going to be good. So we'll just, we'll wait it out. <laughs> Mike Casey says, Greg, you heard correct. That's right. <clears throat> Guys, I don't know about you, but I'm excited to be going to Crypticon. Uh, it is about 13, uh, 13 days away. We got November 6th today. Uh, November 19th through the 20th is when Crypticon is happening in Lexington, Kentucky. Can't wait to get down there. We've got 10 people online. Thank you for being here, everyone. Uh, also, this guy's birthday is coming up on the 15th. Oh, wink. I don't know. I don't even know how old I am. It's not the big 4-0 yet, but it's getting pretty close, guys. So hold on to your hats for that one. Mm. <sighs> It's brought to you by Delicious Water. No LaCroix tonight. But I do have an, an empty can here to show you. I'm not sponsored by them, but man, could you imagine if I was? Um, let's see. I was telling people earlier, if you haven't seen Expedition Dogman by uh, Tony Merkel yet from The Confessionals, you should check it out. It's on Amazon Prime Video. It's also free on the Tubi app, T-U-B-I. Just found that out today. It blew my mind because that's a new, a new film. Uh, you should definitely check it out. Uh, also, there's a new offering out from uh, the beloved Small Town Monsters channel. Uh, one, I, I believe it's the last installment of the... Oh my goodness, I'm, I'm, my mind is just uh, flipping out right now. It's... um. Someone help me out in the chat. What's the new STM thing that came out today? Uh, it's like... Uh, Chestnut Ridge. It's the uh, it's the latest. I think it's the last installment of the Chestnut Ridge uh, Bigfoot series, which has been fantastic. It's it's about government and Bigfoot. So uh, anything STM puts out is amazing. Uh, yes, the Ridge. Thank you. That's it. Yeah, uh, definitely check out STM stuff. And um, if you love STM, you need to you need to. Uh, hop on to their um their um stm squad so you can see stuff without ads and super high 4k patrick says i've been on too many channels i love to hear other encounters too so do i and that's why i'm just waiting for that first person to call in we got 11 people hanging out waiting for our waiting for that first caller we got 515-809-0165 see the more i do this the easier it is to drag it out. We're just going to drag it out, guys. If you could do me a favor, though, one, subscribe to this channel, hit the bell icon so you don't miss out on the next one. Um, also, take this link, 
share in some groups right now. Share in your groups, your discords, your social medias, whatever. Uh, Lord of the, Greg says Lord of the Ridge. <laughs> oh, that is so funny. That is so funny. Uh, Mike Casey, dude, you already, Mike, have the, the medal for getting a, a ton of people on this show at the beginning, which I really appreciate. Uh, always appreciate you. Are you kidding me? Tom Cantrell will call in sometime. Oh my goodness. That would be wild. Guys. Also, if you have Bob Gimlin's number, just throw it out. Say, Hey Bob, I hear you should call into this, uh, this cool dude, uh, that, uh, would love to talk to you about Bigfoot stuff. You never know. Um, question. Did you hear Michael Freeman on night call? Um, I, Greg, honestly, I didn't listen to the whole thing. Um, I need to go back and listen to the whole thing. I was multitasking at the same time, but I did catch some of it. Uh, it was interesting. He was like in Hawaii or something, right? But uh, th that was the first episode of this. I had Mike, Michael call in and uh, I got to talk to him. Thanks to Mike Casey. That was pretty rocking. Uh, Mike Casey says, dude, no joke. I'm working on that for you, dude. You get the Bob Gimlin connection. Hats off to you, my friend. Hats off to you. We got 12 people hanging out here. This is kind of a fun chat episode. Of course, you know, the uh the real the real good times would be uh, you know, someone call in 515-809-0165. Uh this is Strange Stories with Jeremiah Byron. You can call in. We do Tuesday, Thursdays, and Sunday nights. And you just call on in, share your story. It can be Bigfoot-related, cryptid stuff. We get UFOs, aliens, strange stuff. Um, oh, my goodness, Greg. That is that is a question. I don't know if Bob Peronimus is still living, but that would be an interesting chat, wouldn't it? Um, I don't know. I I'll, I bet Tate would know. Not that I'm saying the joke that they're related, but Tate has a good handle on stuff like that. So I'm going to have to ask Tate. Their last names are not the same spelling for anyone curious. Guys, if you know anyone that uh, should be calling in, sharing their story, go ahead and uh, you can send the phone number over to them, 515-809-0165. We got 11 people hanging out. I got a feeling this is going to be, this is going to be a sweated out night, but we'll see. Fingers crossed. Let me check to see if my do not disturb is on. Is this thing on? Yeah, it's on. <laughs> oh, all right. Here we go. It's interesting. It's interesting. Patrick says with Bigfoot cave paintings going back 1700 years on this continent and accepted by the indigenous people that live here, expand your thoughts on why modern civilization has such an adverse view. Uh, interesting thought. I'm not really, uh, not really sure if that's a question or not, but um, it is, you know, it's always an interesting thought, Patrick, where you, you find those, uh, those, uh, you know, indigenous uh, drawings of uh, Bigfoot. I think that's what you're referring to. Like the one that uh, Kathy strain was involved with. Uh, it's cool stuff, you know, really cool stuff. And the stories that you hear, um, uh, one one person I want to talk to, uh, Flash of Beauty documentary had a lot of really cool uh, interviews in it. And I definitely want to talk to, uh, uh, I think it's Henry Franzoni um, up there in the Pacific Northwest. That guy is cool, uh, big time 1990s Bigfoot researcher, but still, <laughs> dude, now it's a party. We got Alan Lasseter. What's up, dude? Good to see you. And we got Squatch Watch throwing up the signs, throwing up the Squatch signs. Guys, if you've got a uh, story to share, oh my goodness, Bigfoot not now. It's also, uh, if you got any stories to share about weird stuff, this is an open, uh, an open phone line. This is Strange Stories of Jeremiah Byron. Everyone has the ability to call in right now, 515-809-0165. Uh, we're about 20 minutes into this. We're just kind of chatting, chatting about stuff, seeing who, who stops by. This is a live program I do every Tuesday, Thursday, and uh, 
dude, everyone's hanging out tonight. We got Keith Rollins. What's up, dude? Good to see you, Keith. But yeah, if anyone wants to call in, talk about Bigfoot stuff, stuff that they've encountered recently, call 515-809-0165. Wing Party. It's, uh, it's live on YouTube, recorded for the podcast as well. Uh, if you have any uh, groups you're in, any, you know, places like that on the internet that are in Bigfoot, weird stuff, go ahead, take this link, throw it in there, uh, or send it to your friends who have a story to share. Send them the phone number, 515-809-0165. Let's see, do I have, oh, here's a story that's a few uh, days old, or is it a week old? I don't know. Fun fact, did you know the International Cryptozoology Museum will be moving uh, soon enough from Portland, Maine up to Bangor, Maine? Uh, what is that going to mean? It means if you're planning on visiting the International Cryptozoology Museum, you're going to have to be uh, traveling like two more hours to get there. So maybe if you live in New England and you've never been there, make the, make the trip soon so you don't have to drive an extra two hours. Uh, even if you don't, you know, get there before it moves to Bangor, it's still, of course, worth going up there because it's going to be in a really cool old building. And uh, also, it's going to be in the same town as all the Stephen King stuff, too. So hit the Stephen King stuff. Uh, let's see. Oh man, we got we got a few people hanging out right here. Let's see, we got Bigfoot and I, Connor hanging out. We got uh, Greg. I don't know if that's Stephen King's hometown. I just know that like all his it's it's where his archives are at, and um, like you can, I think his house is there too. Don't quote me on it. Um, Squatch Watch is talking. Let's see, two thousand four. I had my encounter with one staring up at me from the bottom of the tree stand in South Carolina wild stuff wild stuff dude yeah squatch watch one one of these times you got to call in and share that story let's make sure my phone is uh strange line is ready to go got rev it up rev it up come on phone you can do it we're 20 minutes in guys actually yeah we're 21 minutes in uh if you've got a story to share it can be Bigfoot related, cryptic related, UFOs, aliens, anything weird, unknown, paranormal. Go ahead, call on in 515-809-0165. We got tons, tons of dudes and uh cool, cool guys hanging out. And I appreciate y'all being here. Ashers, what's up? Oh my goodness, now it's an extra party. I'm gonna say that when anyone shows up that it's a, now it's a party. Uh good to see you, pal. Looking forward to CryptoCon. 13 days. What, what's up? I'm going to take a drink. <sighs> Guys, do me a favor and uh, share the link for this uh, YouTube channel or this YouTube video, this live. Share it in any of uh, the uh, Facebook groups you're in. Share it on your Twitter. Share it everywhere. My goodness, anywhere there's someone that could call in and share their story, their Bigfoot story. Now you need to share it because uh, we got to get someone to call in. We got to do it. You know, uh, this is fun. Just hanging out, chatting with people in the chat, giving, a pe giving people a way to hang out together before the work week starts out again. And I love providing that. Uh, Squatch Watch, let's see. <clears throat> Long story short, after five minutes of me panicking, it just turned around and walked away. What do you think about that behavior of the about face they do? You know, I've never actually heard of that behavior. That's why I want to talk to you about uh, your story. It sounds very interesting, my friend. Uh, I'll never understand that it only started moving once I acknowledged it. Hmm. That's really weird. That is a really weird thing that you experienced it. But it's cool that it, it puts you on the track to uh, creating something as uh, big as the Squatch Watch Networks. You know what I mean? Guys, this is uh, Strange Stories with Jeremiah Byron. This is a open call-in show I do every uh, week, Tuesdays, Thursdays, and Sundays. <clears throat> you honestly never know what you're going to get with this. Some some nights I have 
my last one, I had four collars right off the bat. Bam, bam, bam. Four collars. You're talking about Dogman, Bigfoot, crazy stuff. Uh, some nights, you got to drag it out. You just got to drag it out right into the end, 950, and then you get someone calling at the end. You got Sharon from Vancouver Island in Canada talking about uh, a Bigfoot that she had crossed the road in front of her car at midnight and uh, the crazy vocalizations she's been having uh, at the uh, in the backyard of her house. Crazy stuff, man. Mm. But I appreciate you all being here. I'm just going to do a little check here. Uh, let me know in the chat if you're going to CryptidCon. I know Asher's is. <laughs> uh, hold on. I had a buddy just message me. I got a... Um, wait, where is this? Oh, it's on Met. Okay. <laughs> Hold on, sorry. <laughs> and we got 12 people hanging out. Uh, if you've got a story to share or anything weird, uh, go ahead, call that number 515-809-0165. You can uh, share anything weird. Um, now is the time to call in. We're about 20, we're about the halfway mark. This is going to be an episode where we just kind of, we drag it out. That's all right. We're having a good chat. We got all sorts of people in the chat here. We got, hmm, Patrick says, I've tracked them in five states. They're elusive. What states have you tracked them in, Patrick? I'm curious to know. Uh, maybe is Iowa one of the states? Uh, maybe we could uh, get some info. Uh, thank you, Mike Casey. Press that press that thumbs up button and subscribe to the channel too. hit that bell icon. So you don't miss any impromptu uh, impromptu hangouts. Cause sometimes those happen too, but uh, this is strange stories with Jeremiah Byron. We're just kind of hanging out uh, breezing on into the work week. This is kind of a hangout time we're having, but the main point of the show is if you've got a story to share, go ahead and uh, call in 515-809-0165. Uh, you can call in with any Bigfoot stuff, uh, cryptid stuff, UFOs, aliens, weird stuff, paranormal, stuff you just couldn't explain. Now's the time. Now's the time to call on in. We do this three times a week, Tuesday, Thursday, and Sundays. Some nights we're just hanging out chatting in the chat, which is awesome. Some nights we got calls like bam, 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 bam. We got calls like popcorn. Uh, either night, either way of either way of nights. Are great. Oh, delicious water. Can't get enough. Can't get enough of that water. But yeah. Uh, if you if you have a uh, a story, now is the time to call in 515-809-0165. I'm not gonna beg. Uh this is live on YouTube and recorded for the podcast also. So it's recorded for the Bigfoot Society podcast. I also did set up the Strange Stories with Jeremiah Byron podcast as well. You can find that on um, iTunes right now. So if you like just listening to this stuff and not having to listen to the interviews, that is an option for you. And you can go ahead and uh, subscribe to that and uh, rate and review and all that good stuff. Which I would really appreciate, you guys. It would be fantastic. If you have a friend that uh, has a story that they should call in and share, go ahead, give that friend a message right now. Say, hey, friend, uh, you should call into Strange Stories with Jeremiah Byron live until 10 p.m. Central Standard Time. You can call in 515-809-0165 and share that story that you've been holding on to. You know, the Bigfoot one or cryptid one or UFOs or aliens. Um, man, is this thing on? I think it's on. I'm just going to, ooh, let me check this. Ooh, all right. <clears throat> Let's see, Matt. Matt's tube has an interesting question for people in here. Um, 
Anyone heard of any notable sightings in the San Bernardino Riverside, California mountain area? A rut row. Unknown caller. Call from. <laughs> to accept, press one to send a voicemail. Hello, caller. Uh oh. Uh oh, buddy. Uh, I am having issues actually hearing you. Let me let me hear you say a few other words. Patrick Vaughn. Uh, hello, Patrick. Um, this is uh, live on YouTube and recorded for the podcast. Thanks for calling in, man. Yeah, it looked like you were struggling a little bit. So <laughs> I didn't want to turn like you're hanging. I appreciate it. Not struggling, just just uh, getting the clock to get a little closer to 10. Yeah. Sometimes you got to wait a little bit longer, but I appreciate you calling in. So what do we got going on, man? Uh there's so much to tell. I'm not sure oh, what, wow. where to start at. Uh, All right. I had I, I had two, two unsolicited and accountants <clears throat> in which I never thought Bigfoot was real. But really? then after 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 my second encounter, I you know um I, I grew up I'm a third generation tracker. I grew up kind of living off the land. You know when I got out of school, I got into primitive survival. And started studying criminal survival, and in doing that, that caused me to get into the far out away places. And then I had an encounter where I was chased for a mile out to my truck by a Sasquatch. Really? That I didn't, believe, I didn't believe was real. Whoa. And then, uh, and then I had a second encounter six years later when I was trying to put it all away and put it all back in this nice, nice little package so I could ignore it. Sure. And that second encounter, you know, I had to start studying. And so I spent, I've been studying since 2003, so 19 years. I spent 16 years with one group studying one group. And I spent a year tracking for a YouTube channel called Bigfoot Explorer. Okay. And, uh, so I did a season with them, tracking with them, tracking for them because they wanted to see what I was seeing in the woods. Sure. And so I took them out, got them experienced in it, and then uh, and uh, I've been on a few channels, and I, I lean towards the uh, the practical application of you know uh, of critical discernment for the subject okay. to gain to gain evidence. So. That's me in a nutshell. Your name sounds so familiar to Patrick. I, I, it, it's in it, what is from a while back, but I can't remember. I know I've seen your name around a few places to do with, uh, to do with uh, Bigfoot. Um, so you said you were you were studying a certain Bigfoot group for sixteen years. Yes, that's incredible. What part of the country was that in? North Louisiana. North Louisiana. Yeah. Okay. I uh, that was my first contact with ever knowing these things were in existence, and then I started tracking. I had to. I was already a tracker, but I had to. I had to expand myself many more times to be able to to be able to track them and understand how they use the the land. You know um, how they move. The difference between how the males move and what the females are doing because they run different patterns. Sure. Okay. Because you know the females are stuck with young, and they need a more consistent uh, nutritional value because they're nursing. And so I found that the the young and the moms, if you when you find a trail, that's mm -hmm. what the the in, in my area, what I found in my experience was that it was the young and the females that were running the very known corridors that you find the big males that just walk through the thickest stuff and just you know they stay out of out of sight they're really hard to track they're sure right. but I learned that with that core group how how big would you say that core group was right now there's four okay so there was a female and then 
And then before I know it, I'm tracking a little seven inch crack. Mm. Okay. So that means that there's not just a female, there's also a male. And then now there's a little one. I tracked him as he grew. Okay. He and I actually kind of, he never trusted me, but I tracked him a lot. It's not like we were friends. But then, uh, but then he got bigger and then I started finding these little seven tracks again. Mm. And so I realized, wow, there's, there's, you know, there's a teenager here. There's a, a yeah. you know, what I found out is that you know, at, on a, a five, size five track is their toddling. Mom is picking up and putting them down. Okay. So if you're tracking mom, if you're tracking mom, you, and you'll find a little size five track picked up, put down, picked up, put down. They can't quite walk around. Gotcha. Like but at, at a size six, it's moving around pretty good by itself. Okay. Wow. So, uh, yeah, I got, a, I had a lot of insight tracking that one group. And then I took, I took what I learned from there and I took, I took, a, a, a YouTube platform out because this guy told me, well, I, we don't believe you can do what you do. You have your skill set. <laughs> and I, and I, I, I submitted, I told him what groups I belong to, the tracking and, the survival, I'm familiar with skills and structure. And I gave him all information and he vetted me through all these groups before he would even listen to me. Wow. He goes, okay, I'm going out with you. Yeah, he goes, okay, I'm going out with you. That's incredible. So I took him out. Yeah, we did, we did several, several, you know, uh, field investigations, you know, three, four days apiece, you know, expeditions. And, uh, and we, we had success. But then all it was always inconclusive. Okay. But it was a lot of fun. It's a lot of fun, you know. But these things are real. They're absolutely real. What would you say? Uh, yeah, we'll, we'll jump right to it. Did what would you say over the years with that one group? Sixteen years is such a long time. Uh, did do you have any like you know class A encounters that that? Uh, stick out in your mind or, or what was the, the craziest uh, encounter with that group that you would have had? The craziest one was the first one. Okay. Okay. I was hunting. I had no idea any of these, any of this existed. And this young female comes up and falls in trail behind me and comes up and she's so elusive and so behind the bush. I didn't know what it was at first. But it was playing a cat and mouse game, and I was the mouse. I didn't think I was the mouse because I was armed, but I wound up being the mouse. Oh man! And and we're you know we're I'm I'm trying to get up out, out of this bottom when I was hunting, and she's in trail behind me, and I and I couldn't catch her, so I fooled her. I I, I kind of took a step and paused and looked, and when I looked, I saw her right there, blood daylight, and she jumped from. You know, behind from from one behind one tree, and glided between two other trees, and and landed and bounced behind it, and that's when I got the first glimpse of of something real disturbing. And then I jogged all the way to this dim road, and when I when I got there, you know, I dodged her and took off, and then she was twelve foot from me in the bush, running for a mile. I would look at her, and she's running. And she doesn't move like I move. They move completely different than we do. Okay, their hips don't work like ours. Can you elaborate you know, that? Or, sorry, go ahead. Um, I'm running, uh, a human can run and twist their hips as they run, launching themselves okay. smoothly. Her hips don't move maybe two degrees, and her feet are moving or hitting it down twice as fast as mine. And it's almost like her feet are grabbing down and pulling two. To her, she's not actually extending her leg backwards, kicking off like I am. Her feet are just like it's like it's grabbing the ground and just pulling it to her, and she's so fast. But they don't work. Her hips don't work like ours. Their legs don't look look like ours. That's why uh, I had to go back and watch the Patty film and watch Patty how she moves. That's not a hoax. If you watch her move, she doesn't twist her hips. Okay. She doesn't move like a human does. Wow, that's when a human's when a human's moving, you can see the hips rocket back and forth. You know? Yeah. 
they 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 don't do that. Their their, their body doesn't allow them to do that. But they're so much faster than we are. That's incredible. Um, it, so you you got a really good luck at this figure, is what it sounds like. Yes. Were you able um, to see? Uh, did you were able to look at like the head of the figure? Were you able to look into its face at all? Anything like that 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 you remember? Yeah. The, the, yeah um, the face she had my nose. That's what creeped me out the most. All mm. right, I was armed. I was armed. If them, if had been a, you know, I'm a family of living skills instructor. I know my animals. Sure. Okay. I've killed just most about everything I walked across this continent. You know, buffalo, elk, deer, you know, alligator, duck. I know my animals. And, and when I looked at this one's face, she had my nose. And that's what, that spooked me. I had two years of nightmares. Okay. Oh, wow. It spooked me so bad. Yeah, I had two years of nightmares from the encounter time. I actually thought it was a hallucination. I thought I hallucinated it first. Really? But then I went back and replayed it. Yeah. And I went back and replayed it. And I'm like, you know, I'll research from then on. And I finally was able to put it to bed. And then I had a second encounter. But her face, she had my nose, a wider jaw. Um, she had uh, she was a reddish orange color uh, hair. Okay. And it covered just just her eyes, kind of whiskered her cheeks, and then there's just full beard on her nose, just full hair, and there's wispy hair on her nose too. And the jaw is wider, the jaw is heavier. She has an extremely the, the most terrifying, the most terrifying part of the encounter is when you look at the eyes and you don't know what the rules are when you're looking at the one's eyes. Because you know how you were raised with a certain amount of humanity. You don't know what exists in them. Okay, when you're standing there and you're a mile in and you're by yourself and this thing is your size or bigger, she wasn't a big thing. She was my size. And I'm 6'2", 250. She was my size. And she's looking at you in your eyes. What are the rules mm. of engagement? Is she hungry? <laughs> is she a cannibal? Wow. Am I on the on the am I on the menu? Because I didn't know anything about these things. You know, everything is up for question at this point. You know, is she violent? Is she going to attack? Can I outrun? You know, all these questions come up. And when you're looking at one, and it does, and I don't care if it's later on, if it's your fifth or eighth encounter, when you look at one in the eyes, you don't know what rules are applied to you. <sighs> That's wild. That is absolutely, that's wild. I'd be thinking if she's here, where's the, there's got to be bigger ones around here too, you know? Oh, yeah. That was in my second encounter. Was it was, was a big male. And that was what went through my, you know, I actually tried to deny it was there. I was, I tried to deny it was there. I kept just walking down through this, through this uh, right away to get to my deer stand. <laughs> It's pre you know, it's in the dark, and I'm just got my light, and I'm trying to walk, and it's it's right there, and I'm trying to deny it's there. And finally, I had to turn around and address it, and I'm like, yeah, it's there, okay, it's right there, because I tried to put it away as I would never have another encounter. There's no way a person could have two encounters, but here it is. And when you look in its eyes, when you look in its eyes, you feel very alone and very vulnerable. Mm. Very small. It's, yeah, it's almost equivalent to waking up on a very small raft in the middle of the ocean and you feel insignificant, very threatened, uh, very insecure. You don't know what the rules are anymore. No rules around you apply anymore. When you're looking at its eyes, what's it going to do? It sounds like, you know, and... You know, look, looking into its eyes like that, you know, you'd have so many conflicting emotions. I don't know if I could even take the take the shot. Like, you know, like it just it feels like there's some conflicting humanity there. I don't know. That would have been very, very hard in your situation. Yeah, um, well, I've never been compelled to want to shoot one. Sure. I, I'm a no-kill advocate. Okay. 
because they are not, they're not an animal. They're not an ape. They are a primitive being. They're just different. They're just different than us. They are extremely intelligent, extremely talented, very fast, great eyesight. Okay. But they have, I can't, I, I would have a very difficult time shooting something that has my nose. Yeah. You know? Yeah. You know, I've, I've never wanted to harm anybody unless I absolutely had to defend myself. Sure. But, you know, you look at this thing, it has your nose, but it's eight feet, it's eight feet tall. Yeah. And uh. it's, it's, it's two feet taller than me and got 400 pounds on me and it's fast. And you're sitting there looking at the eyes and this thing could have walked off and you'd have never known it was there. So why is it standing here? What is it? What is it? You know, because I'm very, very skilled and and understand affecting my survival mm-hmm. towards other other beings, other creatures. You know, I learned. I grew up learning how to discern behavior of game and understand and track them and find out when they're going to be there, and then meet them there and 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 affect my survival on them. You know, like taking game, and I understand about uh, engaging and affecting your survival. So, what is this thing doing standing here? Patrick, really weird question. Were you involved with uh, the Tom Brown School at all? No. Okay. Have you ever? I I kept thinking of that. You know, you kept thinking of like uh, talking about tracking and survival, and he's a famous tracker. I had heard about. Um, Back in the eighties and nineties, he was pretty popular. But um, um, my grandfather was a tracker for the sheriff. Oh, okay, cool. In, in southeast Oklahoma. Okay. And and my and then I just it, it kind of came down the family line, and I was I started tracking five, and you know trained. Uh, you know my family is off the reservation up in the, in the Indian Nations in Oklahoma. Okay. And uh, I've had I've had a lot of teachers. Um, yeah. One of my teachers, one of my teachers, uh, he was a, uh, you know, Cherokee off in the nations. Oh wow. That, that that taught me. He taught me. He made me a. a you know, I learned a lot of the mechanical tracking. Mm-hmm. But then, but then, uh, this man taught me more of the spiritual side of tracking. Sure. Of getting in to feel the woods. Okay, mechanical tracking is only half of it. You know, you can mechanically track someone and it's, it's half of it. The other half is feeling the environment mm. and, 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 and to be able to connect with your environment, you can feel everything out to, it's hard to describe, you know. Uh, I had to do an exercise where I went out in the woods and I just closed my eyes. Yeah. And I just, and I audibly discerned all noises out until you couldn't hear anything else except for white noise. Okay. And then you, with your eyes closed, you're picturing everything perfect in its place. The leaves, the grass, everything perfect in its place. And then when you opened your eyes, you saw all the disturbances, the rot, the, you know, water runoff, animal tracks, human disturbances. You know, so that really gets you in tune and mm. feel your environment and, and not just mechanically tracked, but it's kind of a spiritual thing as well as you're walking through feeling and tracking. And it makes you a better tracker. Is there anything you would notice, uh, you know, tracking that way when there would be a Sasquatch in the area? Would that affect you in any way? Yeah. Um that if if you practice, you know, it's been so many years now for me, so many decades now for me that I can just flip a switch and I can hear, you know, there's a there's a hum even in your studio, if you close your eyes got a little you could hum. Okay. Anything anything that changes that hum, you can tell the direction and distance of it. Okay, I don't care if it's uh someone you know, touches a wall lightly, you'll hear it. And, you know, it, it just changes that hum. It's such a light sound, you may not connect it to a sound, but it'll change the hum of that 
of what's out there and you and you'll notice it and so i will hear that when i'm out there and i've told people it's coming in it's 300 yards out at you know seven o'clock position wow and then and then and i've had i've had them come in uh we had two come in on the fire in an expedition with this group I had two come into a fire, you know, they're just outside the fire. And I'd tell him, I'm telling the cameraman, they're right there at two o'clock position. You know, they're there. I hear them. I hear them disturbing the hum of the, of the, the vibration of the woods. I feel them. They're there. And the cameraman didn't believe me. And then something darted out in the right of way across the right of way into the other set of woods. And he said, hey, there's something behind that tree. Oh, my goodness. And I said, yeah, I, I told you it's here. And then it, it, it went further out. It went further out and darted back across. And then I picked my flashlight up and I tracked him in the dark. And so I, this guy's video and me tracking these two Sasquatch in the dark. I track up behind them. He freaks out. I told him they're right there. He freaks out, turns back, and runs to the fire. What? Yeah. So I go back, so I'm a little disappointed. I go back to the fire, you know, at least to take off and when they come walking, they come walking. Hello? Hello? Uh, hi, yeah, sorry, we had a little bit of interference there. Yeah, they come walking within about 50 yards of the fire and you can hear them out there chattering. That Sam and I chattering. Oh, really? And we heard them five times. They walked all the way out of hearing and the guy with the camera you know, you got to understand, and I understand where he's at, is that there's a difference between believing, knowing, and accepting. Because, uh. see, I never believed. I found out, but I didn't accept it. But then once I knew, once I, once I knew, then I had to get to another level of acceptance for my mind to wrap around it. So this guy, I'm watching this guy struggle with accepting what's here. Sure. And he is... He's doing this knock. He'd do a knock, and this thing would do a whoop at him. Really? There would be one whoop, and, and there'd be another another whoop. And they come all the way back into hearing within about 60 yards of us doing whoops. And he's like, I hear that out there. What is that? I said, we just tracked it. I showed you the track. He's like, what are you, you here know, to he, see? <laughs> yeah, you know, he could not he could not wrap his head around yeah. you know, making those 14-inch tracks out there. Because we had been there, and the flying track in this area, I tracked, uh, oh, man, I tracked over, over uh, somewhere around eight or nine individuals in that one area, in that in state of Mississippi, in that in, in the 20 miles that we were, had the expedition going in. But I told him, uh, what do you think made these 14-inch tracks out there? That's what's out there looking at you. <laughs> you know, what was doing the samurai chatter. So this guy, and I understand it, if he, if, he, if he would have stepped in the firelight and he could have looked at it, he would have been just like me. Oh, man. He would have had, he, he would have had a meltdown on yeah. for his life. <laughs> you know? Oh, yeah. I, by, I can't imagine. But, but by now, but by now, I'm like 17 years into this. Sure. And I've yeah. been around him a bunch of times, so I'm kind of seasoned to this. You know? And he thought I'd lost my mind when I pulled out my flashlight and went to track him in the dark. He's like... You've lost your mind going in the dark with something you don't know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny, Patrick. What do you think the best evidence that you've captured uh, from, you know, your almost 20 years uh, with these groups? Uh, what kind of, uh, have you captured any evidence from from the those groups? Um, other than... I mean, I've you know I've photographed hand grabs and hand prints. Oh, okay. And, and tracks, and I've casted tracks. And I guess the closest week I got with a camera behind me was in Arkansas. I we had casted the tracks, and I'd been tracking this thing. I tracked this thing the second or third, third day. I believe I was tracking this, this particular one, and we catch up with it. It's on a hill. It's, you know, but you know, it gets dark with the moon's up. This thing isn't going to expose itself with the moon up. Sure. As soon as, the moon, as soon as the moon goes down, I said, okay, let's go. And we start doing knocks. We start doing knocks, start provoking it. Well, you know, it 
you see its eye shine out there in the dark, and it turns and takes off towards this field. So we double back. We get on the corner of this field, and six of us are out there. There's two landowners and then camera guy and my, my tracking partner and a female investigator over there. And we're watching this thing walk in the field. But the camera guy is so busy catching what is going on in the group. He's just filming past me. And, and all you get is the, the glint of the eye shine out there walking out in the field. Okay. So we had one on camera in the dark, but it's inconclusive. Mm, it was yep. conclusive. It was, it's conclusive for us because we all saw it. But like I said, you know, it's just, uh, they control a quarter mile around them. You know, they build a barrier up around them. If I had a quarter mile from them, they know I'm there. So can you elaborate on that? So you, they can, they build a barrier a quarter of a mile around them. What that means? Uh, their eyesight, their eyesight, and their situational awareness. Okay. Okay. They are hyper vigilant. Okay. About their surroundings. Hyper vigilant. Uh, about knowing what is within a quarter mile of them. Mm. Okay. Okay. Of hiding of hiding in brush, using topography, knowing what's around them. They don't guess at anything. They know. Wow. Okay. And so that makes them elusive to, you know, you can track up and find their tracks, but then they're, they're a good quarter mile away from you or still, and they're pushing away from you because they're watching you, you know? And so there's a, there's a barrier there of a quarter mile. you got a breach through brush, through trees, through water barriers, grass, you know. And what sucks about our technology is that the light, you know, we all work off light refraction. Sure. And especially at night, especially at night with a camera, the light will shine out there and it'll shine on all the foliage. But anything that, you know, behind the foliage in the dark, it doesn't really light it up. You know, yeah. the foliage lights up. And what's in the dark, just 30 yards out, doesn't light up. So if you got one 50 yards out there, you're not going to catch it. And that's what I kept running into with the tech we carried. Were you, know? you, um, were you ever able to utilize like uh, any uh, thermal technology? Yeah, a uh, female investigator had a thermal and got a thermal image. Oh, wow. At 90, at 90 yards. <sighs> It's on her. It's on her Facebook page. That's uh, a uh, Christy uh, Chris, Sci-Fi. So it was. But Sorry, what's what's her name? Christy Sci-Fi on Facebook. But uh, yeah, she captured the thermal at ninety yards, which you can see the shape of the body, but it's not real conclusive. Okay. You know, a thermal image. Okay, I'm a firm believer that no image is going to convict. Any anybody into believing that what's real unless it's a motion video of you know done ten times you got to have uh, at least sixty seconds of video ten times of ten different Bigfoot ten different videos. So you're, you're talking like video. a modern equivalent of like a Patterson Gimlin film, pretty much. I'm I'm talking a, a modern equ equivalent of a Patterson Gimlin film. 10 times sure yeah 10 different locations. i got you okay 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 before yeah. you're going to raise an eyebrow yeah i know for anybody you know because because of all the hoaxes yeah and it's it's you getting know? harder and harder with technology improving and people being able to make fake stuff look so real and it's just yeah yeah i mean which i have a real good theory on how to film them i just I've been down for eight months from a shoulder injury. Oh man, you you'd still plan yeah, it to go out though after recovery? Oh yeah, I plan on doing that. I, I'm awesome. uh, I'm three weeks out of surgery right now. For oh wow. Okay. Whoa, man. And, yeah, I've been down a while. It's been a boring year, but I kind of got shy away from YouTube because I mean, what I've I've told my story. I don't know what else to say. You know, I got you. But, no, this is a very interesting story, Patrick. I'm so glad you you called in, man. This has been super cool. 
Um, so if people look for Patrick Fawn, they're going to find interviews from a while back on different places. Like you are out there, it sounds like. Yeah, I'm on uh, Bigfoot Explorer. I'm on okay. Young Monster. I'm on Night Callers Bigfoot Radio. Oh, yeah. It's, on, love Night Callers. Yeah, um, I'm on uh, uh, Sasquatch Out of Shadows with uh, Alex. Oh, really? Oh, I, that's probably yeah, where I, I've heard your name before is because I watched a lot of his stuff. Yeah, I'm on... Uh, okay. Sasquatch, I'm on Sasquatch Chronicles. Oh, nice. Two in Canada. I've got uh, episode seven, seven eighty-two, I think. Dude, I'll but, check uh, that out. Yeah, I'm. All right. I'm out there. I don't want to inundate people. I got you. But, but my thing is awareness. I do what I do for awareness because I don't want people to get blindsided and have two years of nightmares. Oh, okay? for sure, for sure, yeah. Because. You know, I, I actually stepped out into public to discuss this because, you know, I was, was told not to by the other groups I belong to. Mm. But I started watching this full one one stuff going on. Oh, and yeah. while I don't, I don't think all of it is Sasquatch related, but I think there could be one or two. Mm. And if there's just one, if there's just one person that goes missing because of one of these things, and I had a very good question on. Did I almost go missing during my first and second encounter? Really? You, you think know, it was a potential four one one that almost happened? Um, yeah, I, I really had that fear. Wow. You know, I don't express that because I don't I try not to express it that way because I'm I don't want people to be uh violent towards one if one comes out, although they should protect themselves. Mm-hmm. But once once I heard of the four one one, there was one case that I heard that I, that I said, okay, that's, you know, that's why, I, that's why I come out and say, okay, be aware of, you know, don't think these things aren't real. Okay. Cause I thought they weren't real. I found out they are. Um, some people are alleging, alleged when listening. So pay attention to your surroundings and be aware, you know, and don't hurt yourself or anyone else trying to get back out of that bad sure. situation. You know, that's, that's my angle of awareness. So. Wow. Patrick, this has been a extremely enlightening uh, interview. Thank you so much uh, for calling in. Uh, Hopefully maybe sometime in the future, uh, if you know, you get out there and you're able to have some, you know, some more things come up. I'd love to, to talk to you again in the future. I feel like we could talk for hours, but I definitely want to uh, to respect uh, the uh, the time uh, of the show, oh, but okay. man, this has been so much fun. Thank you, Patrick. Oh, thank you, and uh, I hope I added some kind of value to you. Oh, guys. totally. Is there is there <laughs> any way uh, people can keep up to date with what what you're doing, or you're just kind of laying low and uh, recuperating right now? Um, I'm recouping right now. Okay. I was on Facebook. You know how toxic stuff gets started, I, I, it and can I get wild, yeah, along. yeah. But uh, but I mean, I have plenty of platforms to choose from. If, sure. You know, when I get back to researching, I put out, and I may reach out to you. Yeah, and I, uh, you're you're open to uh, definitely reach out to me. Anything you want to send my way, you can email me bigfootsociety at gmail dot com. Uh, yeah, I would love to see anything that you can uh, to send over. That would be amazing. But thanks so much for calling in, Patrick, and uh, you right. have a great night, sir. All right, thank you. You too. Bye-bye. Bye. Wow. That's going to that's gonna take a while for me to uh, to process that. Yeah, that, that's a one where I'm going to listen to that again. Uh, that, that was good. Wow. Uh, thanks all for, for hanging out. That was an incredible interview with, uh, Patrick Vaughn. Um, Patrick knows his stuff. I love it. Thanks all for hanging out in the chat tonight. Um, I will see you all Tuesday night, uh, for another strange stories with, uh, Jeremiah Byron. Uh, welcome to call in, share your story live. Um, this will be on the Bigfoot Society and Strange Stories with Jeremiah Byron podcast in a few days. 
Again, make sure that you are subscribed to this channel, hit the bell icon so you don't miss any future upcoming videos. And uh, if you uh, like this content and you'd like to have more of it, and uh, I have a great uh, Patreon uh, Discord community, you can go to patreon.com forward slash the Bigfoot Society, uh, help support the podcast shows like this happen. Um, for low cost uh month low cost in a month man i'm getting tired and uh you get a cool membership card so anyways talk to you guys tuesday night thursday and then uh crypticon's coming up have a great night all and thanks for uh, hanging out thank you for listening to bigfoot society if you like the show please review and rate it five stars on itunes hit the share button and send this episode to all your friends on social media subscribe to bigfoot society wherever you listen to podcasts it doesn't cost a thing pick up a bigfoot society shirt or enamel pin over on our etsy page and people will tell you all about their bigfoot sightings when you wear it at least that's what people tell us that's what happens if you'd like to become an official member of bigfoot society with a membership card a community of like-minded individuals and extra content each month, then please consider becoming a supporter of the podcast by going to www.patreon.com forward slash the Bigfoot Society. Thanks for listening.